Welcome to Daily Bible Reading Notes from Valley Chapel Community Church, where we seek to learn the whole counsel of God's Word. I'm your host, Pastor Michael Rowe. This is the posting for February 3rd, 2024. As we have found before, today's reading provides its own introduction. When we read the detailed instructions of Leviticus 7-9, through 9, and as we will soon see from the fiery judgment of Leviticus 10, we find the words of Proverbs 30, 5 and 6 illustrated before us. As Agur states it, every word of God is tested. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. Do not add to his words or he will reprove you and you will be proved a liar. Today we will see the truth illustrated that God's word is tested and true and that he is a shield to those who trust in him. From the very beginning of scripture, we find this truth to be proven over and over again that God does what he says he will do. From the earliest pages of Genesis and throughout the Exodus, God has proven his word to be true. It is not less true in today's reading. How do we find God's word being tested and proven today? Well, as we come to the end of our reading in chapter 9, we hear Moses explain the prior seven days of consecration with these words, quote, This is the thing which the Lord has commanded you to do, that the glory of the Lord may appear to you, Leviticus 9.6. God had commanded the construction of the tabernacle and the consecration of its priests, so that the glory of the Lord may appear to you. This was no little concern, because if you remember, Moses had told Yahweh that if his presence did not go with them, quote, do not lead us up from here, Exodus 33.15. So for God to go with his people, dwell among his people, and to reveal to them his glory was a gracious blessing indeed. And so he had promised. In Exodus 29, God had promised that after the consecration of the tabernacle and the priests, quote, I will dwell among the sons of Israel and will be their God. They shall know that I am the Lord their God who brought them out of the land of Egypt, that I may dwell among them. I am the Lord their God. Exodus 29, 45 through 46. But that was Exodus 29. We, along with the congregation of Israel, could not forget what had followed a few chapters later when they had rejected the glory of Yahweh for a shiny calf of their own making. Exodus 32, 4 through 6. So would God still go with them? Would the glory depart from Israel? We find the tested truthfulness of God's word proven once again at the end of chapter 9. There, as Moses notes, after doing, quote, just as the Lord had commanded, Leviticus 8, 9, 13, 17, 21, 29, and chapter 9, verse 10, the whole congregation assembled before the newly consecrated tabernacle and priests. What would happen? Would God go with them? The glorious answer comes in verse 23, quote, When they came out and blessed the people, the glory of the Lord appeared to all the people. Then fire came out from before the Lord and consumed the burnt offering and the portions of the fat on the altar. End quote. In an amazing display of his grace and truth, God accepted the burnt offerings of the people and displayed his glory in their midst. Indeed, they would be his people and he would be their God. Exodus 6 verse 7. How should we respond to the proven character of God's word? How shall we respond to a God who graciously dwells in and among us 
and has revealed the fullness of his glory in the face of his son, Jesus Christ. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 6. Well, we should fear and honor him for starters. With the people of Israel, the posture of our hearts should be, quote, when all the people saw it, they shouted and fell on their faces. Leviticus 9, 24. Is God not worthy of all reverence and awe? We should also respond with great gratitude, grateful that he has revealed to us his glory, grateful that he has claimed us and adopted us as sons, John 1, verse 12, and Ephesians 1, verse 5, and grateful that we know and serve a God whose word is tested and true.